This is Peter Dopoulos uh, in the studio today, and he's written the book Where to Bike in Orange County, Best Biking in City and Suburbs. So, hey, Peter, how are you doing? I'm well, thanks. I'm, I'm well, thanks. Yeah, well, good. So you uh, made it up here from Orange County. You would have biked, but it's challenging. Challenge, yes. Right into the mic. Right, yep. And um, so you brought this great book here, Where to Bike Orange County. And can you tell me about this series? And we've had a couple people here with the L.A. version. Right. And um, is it John and Sarah? Yeah, John and Sarah would have been who you – if you had the L.A. bike people, that's who uh, did that, John and Sarah. And uh, they were a team. And I believe, if I remember right, Sarah was the – Photographer, they wrote all the right, most yeah. of the rides together. Sarah was the t- photographer. John did most of the writing. Um, let me close this window here. <laughs> Sometimes the street makes a nice ambiance, but I don't know. So you're doing the Orange County version. Tell me about the series, please. Right. Yeah. The uh, the books are published by a company called Where to Bike, uh, L.A. Uh, uh, Where to Bike is the name Australia, of the series. Australia, right? Yeah. Where to Bike Australia is the c- publishing company, and they actually start off, unsurprisingly, in Australia, and they produced a number of books there that were really successful. And they saw an opportunity here in the U.S. and so. Um, they are they are now going. Their plan is to do 54 cities, municipalities, regions in the U.S. And uh, right now there are 10 out there. Um, with my bike being my book being one of the more recent ones. There's New York, Washington D.C., Philadelphia, Portland, L.A. There'll be a where to bike. L.A. mountain bike and a where to bike Orange County mountain bike versions. So altogether, I believe there are either 10 or 12 titles in the and, U.S. And it's got a distinctive uh, design. Yeah, they do a great job. The book is uh, it's hard ba- It's not hardbound, but it's also not like the paperback. It's got the spiral, so it folds out flat, and it's got a cover that flaps all the way around with an overall map. And uh, it comes the app. There's an app that comes with it, uh, and the app is actually free. Um, and it just kind of complements the book. can't really do the app all by itself, but it, if you're out on the ride, that's what you might go to, and it folds up nicely so that you know, it can take a beating. All the, it's all color photography. All the maps have been produced uh, from a GPS unit, and uh, so they're highly detailed, highly accurate, and every, every ride, there's 50-something adult rides and 30-something kid rides, and every mm-hmm. one of those has a ride log, a... Uh, Side trips, how to get to the start and finish, um, places of interest along the way. Um, and so it, it's, some of these rides are all-day rides, uh, you know, 50 miles. And then on the other end, they have kind of mellow rides. Like I think of Irvine Park, Regional Park is a great one where you could spend all day there, but the ride is only about four, four miles or so. Mm-hmm. So it's a good family oriented right so there's a whole range uh and again this is geared more towards the recreational but the somewhat also the somewhat serious recreationalists will find this very useful so if i'm trying to get somewhere and i pull out the app or the book will i will it help me get somewhere it it could help you get somewhere i designed it that 
every ride except for one is connected. So you literally could ride all the way from like the northeast corner, say La Habra area, all the way down to San Clemente. And now these aren't necessarily the, the quickest way to get there, but you could literally ride by connecting all these routes. You could ride the entire across the entire county. So these are the best ways to get there if you're there the friendliest ways so right. in some instances i picked routes that actually took you kind of out of the way because it was geared towards fun as opposed to commute but there are certain routes that and i make make note of these that, that are great commuter routes so for those who uh and and then the front there's a uh like page 30 or so there's a whole uh thing about um right near the front there's a whole thing that indicates what types of rides so commuter ride uh friendly a family friendly ride mountainous ride flat rides river rides so it kind of gives you an idea you can say oh, i'm looking for i'm looking for that commuter ride or that long distance ride the training ride that's gonna you know have two thousand feet of climbing um and so that's kind of all there in a nutshell and it tells you what page that ride is on and you can just flip to the page and uh go for it and the, the app works similarly where you you can actually hit the uh when you hit the app, you say, where am I, sort of thing. It'll show you on the map, and then it'll show, like, the five or ten nearest rides to you. Uh, and then, you know, it's a, little, it's a little blue line like you do when you Google map something. A little blue line that shows you where you should go, and you're the, you're the red dot or, or vice versa that doesn't uh, – either you lined up or you didn't. So it tells you where to go, essentially, <laughs> how to follow them out. Is it so? Is it like a compliment to Google Bike Map, Google Bike, or it, it, the map? Yeah, the the app looks like Google Map. Mm -hmm. It uh, I don't know I, I don't know anything about like how that was designed. I know nothing about apps really in that way except for how to use them. I'm, a, I'm the user end, mm -hmm. uh, but my understanding like when you look at it, when you go to the map part of the app, it looks like you're looking at Google Maps, and uh, and like Google Maps you know you can see like where you should be going the, the the route you should be following and then you see yourself as a little dot moving along that route or if you've taken a wrong turn you see yourself having moved away from that right. so it's very very user if anybody's ever used like google maps and stuff those very user friendly so that's the app yeah. and so for each one of the cities in where to bike they have a different app or is it like the yeah, same app it's connected? It's the same app. You just have to tell them which download you want. So, and they're all free. So you could download them all. Uh, you go to the uh, app store mm -hmm. and, or you can go to their website, I believe as well. And you just, there's, I, I think some of the earlier maps, earlier books didn't get an app. Um, <clears throat> but I know like there's an LA one, the New York has an app, Portland, Orange County. And then you just click on which one you want to uh, tap, which one you want to download and it'll, for free download the whole app dc i know has one um and so that allows you to you know I in fact if you're leery about buying the book you could get the app and that <laughs> i mean that will and you'll say okay this is going to be useful or not i mean it's it's yeah. you, you'll know right away it's it's whether it's for you or not oh, so okay. it's a great way to so you think that test it out the app might lead to the book yeah yeah um because i'm leery about buying books i no, know i'm I know. kidding well, <laughs> in this day and age <laughs> i mean I buy books sometimes. Actually, I don't buy books that often. It's a, <laughs> but um, when I do, I read them. Yep. And so this, um, so they have it for all these different cities in the world, and um, they are, they have these logos here from very respectable organizations: the League of American Bicyclists, the People for Bikes dot org, and World Bicycle Relief, which you were telling me about. Sounds really interesting. yeah. Well, that's one of the charities that they work with, and part of the proceeds of all the books sold go to that. And the whole idea behind them is that they, the, the 
charity is that they provide these heavy-duty, maintenance-friendly uh, bikes to really poor parts of the country so that they can use these as transportation for, like, the best example, one of the coolest examples I heard of was a country doctor who was, he could only see two people a day because all of his people, he had to make house calls, were so sick, he could only travel. Uh, so. That's all right, man. That's fun. It's, we're uh, right. We're in the city. He could only travel, you know, he could only travel as far as he could walk in a day, which meant he could see two or three sick people. And now they got, he has a bike, he can see 10 people in a day. Uh, and then... Wow. The great part about that is they don't just drop these bikes off and then walk away. They provide long-term support. They train a mechanic in the village. So they find someone who has those sort of skills but who's maybe not employed. So now they're employing somebody by making him the mechanic. And then 25 bikes will enter the village. And his job will be he'll get paid uh, to repair and maintain the bike. So it's it's a really cool concept. Um, and if I remember correctly, that fund was started by the SRAM people. I think. I think, or if not, they're big uh, investors in it. They are big. Uh, and SRAM makes all the components, uh, the SRAM component stuff. So, um, well, and so if you buy this book, a, a percentage goes to World Bicycle Relief. Yes. So you can feel very good about yourself as you, as you bike around Orange County. Exactly. Yes, you've helped. You've helped. Uh, not only are you making your environment cleaner because you're not in a car, you're helping somebody a world away get a better. Know, more opportunities. So I would have thought that, you know, for this particular kind of job, y- I mean, you'd have people who don't even like to bike would love to do this job. Yeah. It, let it alone was a great job. One year I got to ride my bike. Uh, I took all the photos in the book and then I would write about it. They gave me a GPS unit. And so it was, it was a dream job. And then I don't, I'd have probably done it for free. Now that I, now that they've paid me, I can say that. Uh, <laughs> but uh, it was it was great. It was really a lot of fun. I took my kids on my kids and my wife. Uh, we probably did thirty of the like thirty percent of all the rides together. Um, wow. And the kids' rides mainly. Yeah, all of the well, the kids' rides. My kids did all of those, as well as a lot of the other rides, uh, the adult rides. I took my kids on, uh, and as, as well as my wife. So. Um, we stayed busy. We we had a whole not this past summer, but the previous summer especially was when I was doing a, the lion's share of these books uh, of these rides, and uh, so my kids were, uh, you know, they weren't always happy about it. But I always tried to make it fun. I always said, "Hey, if, if you guys ride the mm-hmm. ride, we'll make sure we stop somewhere fun and playground or what have you." So it it, it was a fun. I think it, for me, it was a fun summer. It was a fun way to spend the summer with the kids. So well, I mean, aren't you supposed to make kids do things that they don't want to do? Isn't you're supposed to, but. When those things are things you like to do, that that's where it gets annoying. Because you hate to make them do something you like to do. Uh, yeah. Now you don't like it anymore. Oh, that's I what happens. Interesting. So you have to make it fun for them. You have right. to make like so. Like my daughter loves to ride. My son is like, okay, I'll ride. Mm. So for him to not ruin or get upset about it, there needs to be somewhere he wants to go. Right. So that's what we do. We just make sure there's somewhere he wants to go. Or so we're, okay, on the way home, we'll stop at the comic book store. And now now he wants to ride. So you get a so, motivation. So what, to me, it says something about how cool – well, I don't I, – it's, it's a little bit cool that they posted their job um, on Craigslist. Yeah, that's, that's how And that's how it. you found out about yeah, it. Yeah, and I didn't even find it. A friend of mine was – 
peru- I don't know what she was perusing, but she she found the writing uh, in the writing section, and mm-hmm. that's how they. Found she was looking op- for free stuff. She w- well, she's a writer herself, so I think she was looking to do tr- find a job for herself. But she's not a cyclist, and so <laughs> she uh, she's like, oh, well, this would be perfect for you, and she sent it to me. And I actually applied for the LA job, the LA bike book job, uh, the LA mountain bike book job, and by the time because they're in Australia, by the time emails went back and forth apparently they'd already hired someone for that position but they're like we, we really like your credentials and uh we'll be in town in a couple in like a month and um would you be interested in the orange county book and i do most of my, I, I live in long beach but i do most of my riding in orange county and so i said sure you know that that would be great and that's kind of how it all happened but yeah these guys are they're it was cool to do that it was so Orange County is kind of a big place to be riding around. You, did you feel like you have to get the whole thing, or did you know which parts you wanted? Did they tell you which parts no, to No, that was to? great. I was given they, – they gave me parameters and, the, and a style I had to follow. All the books have a certain look. Uh, but beyond that, they're like, here's our parameters. You know, it's recreational, and so there's we're going to have 30 or so kid rides and somewhere between 40 and 60 adult rides is what I should aim for. So – to be honest with you, Orange County, for the most part, especially the further south you get, is a really f- bike-friendly place. Um, uh, like the city of Irvine has over... I would think that. Yeah, they have over 300 bike lanes, dedicated bike lanes or painted you know, bike lanes. And, um, and as I move further south and the, and the, the communities were newer, you, in fact, in San Clemente, there were places where I would be riding, and I'd be riding past places that are going to be homes. Mm-hmm. They have, they've put in the bike path. Because they know that people, their homes or home sales are down, so they're not building the homes. But you can see how it's, it's been leveled and it's ready to build. So they're actually building, and I think the statistic is something like over 1,200 total bike lanes uh, and paths throughout the county. So mm. it's a very bike-friendly place. Uh, and so, some places, again, further south you get, the more motorists seem to be aware of you. They, they, I didn't get any road rage the whole time I wrote the book, which... Hmm. Even in Long Beach, I, I get some of that. So, uh, yeah, you know, it was a it was a great experience. Um, it, Say even Long Beach because Long Beach is the the f- bike friendliest place. That's in their claim, and occasionally Southern California. Occasionally, what have, happens is down in the, especially down in the uh, Belmont Shore area uh, where there's already a lot of congestion. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's the Sharrows that got painted on Second Street there right. that. There are still some people that are upset about that, apparently. Oh, and no. occasionally you'll get you'll hear about that. Share the road. <laughs> you get the horn and then the finger. Oh. And because uh, you're in the share that you're supposed to be in. Honestly, it doesn't happen mm. too often, but it does occasionally happen. I rode, I think it was over 2,000 miles just like, for the book. Mm. Uh, and those were miles that I did. Like There was also miles I did ahead of time as like research. So that's just miles that as I was actually mapping. And I didn't have a single experience, road rage, yelling at me experience, which... I can't ride 2,000 miles in L.A. or Long Beach before somebody at some point is, is honking at me or mad at me. So it's a friendly place to ride your bike. And then it's, it's pretty. Uh, it's mm-hmm. you know, got the coastal line, so many rides that start or end or ride along the beach. Uh, it's a fun, fun place to ride. So every day you would get up? Every day? It, well, because there's writing involved, and then I had to process the photos, and I had to do some stuff with the map. So I worked about – it was about – a part-time job, and which worked because I was a, I'm a full-time dad and all that, and have a whole bunch of other things that we that I do, as we were talking about earlier. And uh, so, about 20 hours a week, I would be working on the book. Um, and what I tended to do was to ride a bunch of the routes, and then try and then go to and then spend like so I might spend a week doing most of the riding in like a particular area, and then I would spend the next week processing the photos or um, 
you know, writing stuff. And then I might find out, oh, you know, that ride sucked. <laughs> now I have to go back and do it over because for whatever reason, it wasn't long enough. It wasn't interesting enough. That became a real challenge in some of the newer areas. Like I think like Santa Margarita, it's a great place to ride your bike because the roads are wide, the paths are wide, the roads are well-maintained, but there's nothing to see there of interest. There's no points of interest. And that's always a part of the ride is things to see, things to do. And like, because it's such a new community, uh, there mm -hmm. literally is not a lot to do there so i'd have to go back and change the route to, to accommodate okay well there's a cool place over here let's move the route so then i have to go redo the route so sometimes i was riding uh doing the routes over so but mm -hmm. i was riding just on this probably a couple about 100 miles a week just on this that's probably what it averaged out to be some so weeks total some. total miles for the book total miles i think i calculated i did just for the book, I think is like over two thousand miles. I think is what I wrote. Um, and of course, you know, while I was doing that, I was still doing my family rides and riding the kids to school and and stuff like that. So it was a uh, it was heaven. I, anytime I you know I, I got to tell my wife I, I got to go do a ride it's for the book, you know, it's, huh. it was it was great. And I, you know, whereas now if I go oh, I'm gonna go for <laughs> I'll be gone for a couple hours and go for a ride, then I, I sometimes maybe get a little grief if it's, if. Uh, if uh, there's other things that need to be done around the house. So now I, here, this was a job, so I could justify it. It was cool. Um, <laughs> so for different people, different kinds of people, what's the coolest, like, kids ride? The cool, probably the coolest kids ride that I came across, that I, that I enjoyed, that my kids enjoyed, was the Irvine Park, which actually, that's more because you have to cross roads. Mm -hmm. It didn't qualify for a strictly a kid ride. That was one of their parameters. Uh, we got a call. I guess we'll have to take it. I hope it's relevant. <laughs> Bike talk. Hey, Georgia. Um, you want to listen sure. to Georgia Case? Yeah. Okay, this is Georgia Case, and Georgia and her husband started the bike station in Long Beach. And, Georgia, we got uh, Peter Dopoulos, who authored the book, Where to Bike Orange County. So I would think that you guys might have something to say to each other, possibly. Yeah. Absolutely. Do you want to Do you want to talk to Peter? Sure. Hello. Yeah, talking to both the Hi, same Peter. Time. It's Georgia Case in Long Beach. How are you? Pretty good. How are you, Georgia? Terrific. I'm really enjoying hearing about where to bike in Orange County. It makes me want to go bike in Orange County. Mm -hmm. But I also understand that you've um, done some work here in Long Beach on the wayfinding uh, system here that's developed and uh, creating some bike paths for people to ride using the wayfinding. That's and correct. I'd like to know a little more about that. Sure. Well, uh, one of the ways I ended up getting, <clears throat> excuse me, getting this, the, the where to bike job was I had done a number of reviews for everythinglongbeach.com, uh, the, the website, and the, the reviews uh, reviewed the bikeways. And actually, I was oftentimes reviewing these bikeways as they were putting up signs. And so for those who may not be like familiar with it, they essentially you know, created a, a grid type of system and then all the routes are numbered. And if you follow the signs, you can get to and connect to different parts of the city. So I started to see these going up, these signs, and I couldn't find any information on them at the time. And so I, I actually just said, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to ride all these routes as far as as many as I can find, review them and uh, found somebody who's willing to publish that. And so now that the book is out and now that all the signs and the system is, seems to be in place, I am reviewing them once again. I'm, in some cases, I'm re-reviewing them. In other cases, I've found new routes that I wasn't aware of, and I am c currently riding through all of these routes to produce uh, reviews on them. 
Terrific. Well, the uh, City of Long Beach uh, bike program has just launched a new website with a page for special bike rides throughout the city. And what they're finding is that that's really the most popular page uh, uh-huh. on the on a hundred of 130 pages. The most popular are the rides, maps and rides. And so there's a, a great desire for this kind of information. And as you're talking about seeing interesting things in Long Beach and you know seeing other parts of the city, having a place a portal for that is very exciting. So we'd love to have your thoughts on that sometime about having some of your rides on the website on the bikelongbeach.org website. Well, that would be great. I would love to do that. Yeah, we're finding that uh, people really, when they come to visit or if they're just getting started, they really do want some tips and ideas for you know where to go, what they're going to see um, before they explore some of those new territories. Yeah, well, but yeah, and that's that's a great idea because th- th- a lot of the bikeways have very different purposes. You know, some are more commuter oriented. You know, they get you to A to B as fast as possible, but maybe not as fun as possible. And then there are other ones that I found that were much more family friendly or uh, date friendly. You know, take a date and you know explore. And you know, I think of the routes that are down by the uh, harbor and all that. That uh, you know, are fun places that I take my family and that I know other people would like to know. Oh, that's a fun place to take. There's places to stop. There's places to, you know, so the bike, the, the bikeways are, you know, have an interesting that some, as I say, have di- seem to have different purposes or, or, you know, and so to know ahead of time before you head out, like, okay, this is a route that's going to have lots of cars on it. Okay, and I got little kids, so let's go to the next one. And that, I think, it, it's really a great part of that, uh, having that, that page. You spoke a little bit about the road rage that you didn't experience in Orange County, uh, but do experience in Los Angeles or Long Beach. Do you have any um, anecdotal thoughts about how that could improve, or you know, is it a matter of more bicyclists on the road, uh, a, a balance of enforcement? I think I think there's a combination of things. I think partly uh, I, I I think cyclists. Just having more cyclists out there, and I, I think that was what I, what I saw in uh, Orange County, was that there were so many cyclists out there, especially, again, the further south you moved, um, that people were just accustomed to it. They are accustomed to looking for it, and so it just was, it was normal. Uh, I think so having more cyclists out there. I think cyclists also have to take it on themselves to follow the rules of the road. I think mm-hmm. that gets a lot of people upset. Um, and those who are honking are sometimes upset because the cyclist has just blown through a stop sign that they clearly didn't have the right of way on. Yeah, so it, it I think it works both ways. But mm-hmm. I, I think the biggest thing is just making people more aware and getting more people out there following the rules of the road. And I and I I see Long Beach. I moved back to Long Beach area in 2001, and so you know, I've always cycled. So I was immediately started cycling again in Long Beach and a lot there just weren't nearly as many people riding then uh, and when they were they were generally riding on the you know on the river paths mm-hmm. and i and, and and when i rode on the roads that is when i had a lot more close calls and a lot more road rage uh i have found in the 10 or so years since i've moved back here that uh people have been i, I think it's improved and in, in long beach especially it's really improved i think pre- I, for the most part uh, it's been good. Uh, I think the places you tend to get, or in my experience, and I do ride a lot of miles in Long Beach, my experience is where you tend to get it more is in the really congested areas, you know, down in Belmont area. 
um, where the roads are narrower and parking is an issue, so people are always trying to not always pay attention to the cyclists because they're looking for the parking spot. That's where I tend to see it more of that angst, that road rage. But even there, it has come way down. It's nowhere near what it was, I think, 10 years ago. Well, the, a new study is coming out uh, on the bike counts in Long Beach for the last four years. They've actually logged a 70% increase in bicycle trips, which wow. is really extraordinary. That is. That's amazing. And they, were, they just completed also 10 years, a 10-year review of bicycle safety collision rates, and the data is showing us perhaps what we already knew, but reinforcing that uh, truly the, the reasons for these collisions are a combination of, as you say, motorists not being aware and accustomed to seeing bicyclists at intersections and at stop signs and stoplights. But also cyclists really are their best friend when it comes to following the rules of the road. Most of the collisions that we're seeing are wrong way cyclists mm -hmm. riding um, against uh, traffic. That's something we see very, very common. And, and that's just something that as we're a uh, diverse population being able to um, share that message. And that's, that collision data is naturally with the number of cyclists that are increasing. We do see more collisions by vir virtue of that, but we're now in a position armed with the data to help us really spread the word that if cyclists can follow the basic rules of the road, and that is being predictable and riding with traffic and watching at intersections, stopping at stoplights, those you know really basic tools will save a life and make a, a real difference in the friendly environment on the road. That's yeah, that's that's good news to hear. I'm, I'm, I'm and and it does jive with my own experiences. I have definitely seen things get better and better, uh, and and the times I see the road rage, it's quite often. And like I was saying, somebody just not happy about the situation or or cyclists having broken law. People get mad about that. <laughs> yeah, right, rightfully so. And we're also seeing a, an increase in enforcement. Uh, Long Beach Police Department is working as a partner to you know, begin with the education of letting cyclists know what's not okay, uh, really, really taking the time to um, uh, explain to cyclists that they're not allowed to bike on the sidewalk in, in the city and the business districts. Right. That's a big issue that we have here in Long Beach, and it seems to be working. So anyway, I would invite you, Peter, to um, perhaps you could lead a ride or two um, here in Long Beach. We'd love to I have love you that. participate in our rides and uh, perhaps give us some reviews on some of your favorite rides for the bikelongbeach.org website sometime. Yeah, I definitely will do that. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks, Georgia. So I forgot to mention that uh, Georgia Case is also, uh, she runs the, um, the bikelongbeach.org website. So um, that was Georgia, and maybe you'll do some yeah, that stuff with them. Yeah, that would be a lot of fun. I, and the Long Beach has really done a lot of great things, and they always seem to be working towards improving that. So it's, it's a good place to live. I'm happy about it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If if you like biking, you should move to Long Beach. It's it's a good place. Oh. There or Irvine, 
but radically different cultures. Or, you okay, know. so you said Irvine Park was cool for kids. Did you? Did right. you? Is that like little kids or teenagers or like? What? It's you know it's a great place for everything. You got the Orange County Zoo is there, so little kids are gonna love that. You've got hiking uh, is available. Beautiful places to spend time, uh, picnic. So it's a great like family or kid place and um so that was probably my one of my favorites the kids loved it uh, as it a place that i went to often as a kid and so it, it was uh, kind of had like fond memories of it and uh it's just a fun place to explore whether you're on bike or, or okay so then you, you also uh, alluded to like date rides i think possibly yeah uh there's some fun places where you you know if you you want to do something a little different you could rent a bike if you don't have a bike at some of these places and i think of uh I forget which number it was, but the ride in Bolsa Chica that runs from Bolsa Chica State Beach uh, along the bike path to Santa Ana River. Mm -hmm. It passes by um, uh, Huntington Beach Pier, which has got the the main street there. So there's shopping. There's obviously the beaches. uh, Walk on the pier. That would be a great place to, you know, if you want to do something a little different, uh, Mm -hmm. take a date there. And and again, if you don't have bikes, they have uh, bikes for rent all along the way. How long is that ride? Uh, that ride is like 18 miles, and it's actually one of my wife's. My wife and I, have, like we have on her birthday, she uh, wanted to do that. We went down along the river, uh, I mean along the uh, beach path, uh, about halfway. We stopped at the pier, uh, had some breakfast uh, at uh, one of our favorite breakfast places there, and then finished the ride out. So it's, uh, and Newport Beach is another one, uh, another ride that starts at the B- uh, Newport Pier, heads south into Balboa Peninsula, past that pier, and again, there's there's the fun zone down in Balboa that you can hop off your bike, and parking is always a hassle down there. But if you've ridden your bike, you're not dealing with parking, and and, uh, and it's right. another one of those fun places that's safe to ride. Um, okay, since I'm running through the demographics here, what about old people, elderly? They're elderly people, back. I know their big concern are crashes. You uh-huh. know, because uh, they're worried. You, they, you, they, yeah, even one crash, you yeah, cannot have. Right. So it, there are a number of rides that are completely car free from the moment you get on your bike. And they're flat, so you're not climbing hills and, and uh, worrying about downhill descents that are you know going to frighten you or crash. And uh, there's a number of those rides. That's, uh, two of those rides, uh, one of those, with the Huntington Beach ride, uh, the Bolsa Chica ride, would be great if you had so further south. The same then, one that we just talked yeah, about. Yeah, that would be a great one if you had even further south. Uh, there's uh, the San Diego, San Diego Creek ride which is completely car free, uh, and that takes off from like the back bay of Newport and heads inland completely car free mostly flat it's like a gentle incline uh and so safe one for for seniors uh or those who are maybe inexperienced and want to ride further than say a a mile or two or you know but uh don't want to be worried about worrying about stop lights and and lots of traffic uh and even further south is the like san juan creek uh um so a lot of the river rides are great for that and and orange county has a number of those and then santa ana santa ana river uh, which now that has a lot of bike traffic on it, but is completely car free. And then there you have some uh, hazards here, like beware of dinosaurs on this ride. Yeah, in La Habra, there was the uh, Children's Museum had some desi- dinosaurs you had to keep keep an eye out for. <laughs> okay. You, so what did you see when you were doing this? Anything interesting? Uh, did you ever um, run into uh, strange bikes that people had? Hand cycles? Yeah, there, there was everybody out there. You ride mm-hmm. enough miles, uh, you, you know, most of those people, most everybody's riding that basic bike. But there are a lot of different bikes that are coming out. You know, 
bikes that are uh, recumbents and quads and stuff like that that uh, were interesting to talk to people and see what they thought of them and what made them. A lot of cases, those people were riding those because they, they weren't comfortable, they had back pain, sitting in the traditional saddle. Um, and then people towing stuff or pulling stuff. It's amazing. Mm. Like People are moving towards replacing their cars. And so you see people... Not everybody, but they're the bike people are. And uh, so you saw these interesting bike, pl- you know, either trailers where these people are, you know, lugging huge, huge amounts of stuff, whether it was groceries or camping equipment. Uh, and that was always fun to see. Uh, and then just some uh, odd riding styles. You know, people not always – people. when you get a lot of people out there on the bikes, mm-hmm. not everybody knows – what to do so that's always can be exciting you have people making this sudden stop and u-turn and that that mm. as you're moving at 20 miles an hour it will wake you up for really quickly <laughs> <laughs> but no collisions no crashes uh, and again no uh no negative uh run-ins with so basically the whole experience was just smooth riding the hardest yeah County. for me the hardest part came with the other end of it the bit the, the putting the book together end mm. of it uh you know having the right um you know, accurate maps and stuff like that. Cycling, it was just a blast. It was mm-hmm. it was smooth, free. I mean, sometimes my GPS unit would fail, so now I've got to redo the route or see if I can fix that. Or those were the mm-hmm. those were the problems I had. Um, it was really just one year of fun rides, it, and I was always searching out for that new fun ride. So it was it was a lot of fun. It was a blast, actually. All right. Well, let's go to a music break, and then we'll talk about uh, other aspects of this book and and uh, what else you're doing. So we were talking during the musical break there about your rating system 
and you want to share that? Yeah, uh, a lot of people not weren't as I was writing the book, they were like, "Well, who's the bike for? Who's the book for?" And it, it's geared towards the recreationalist, but that is a pretty vague sort of you know anybody can be a recreationalist. The idea behind the bike, and, they, and this was one of those things that was given to me. This this is our system. This is how all of our books go, so that you can use all of these books and. The bike system, each ride is given a rating from one to five. If it's, if it's an adult ride, it's given a rating from one to five. Uh, one being, you know, super easy, short mileage, something under 10 miles with virtually no hills. Um, and that's a ride that just about anybody who can ride a bike could, would be comfortable with. Uh, those rides also tend to be pretty much car free. Uh, or if, if there is traffic, you're traveling in really like residential streets. And on the other end, you have the, the, rating of a five and that tends to be a mileage of somewhere near 40 miles or more uh and then almost certainly there'll be some sort of some amount of climbing two thousand like one of the rides that ranks a five has was 48 miles and over three thousand feet of climbing so that would be obviously rigorous you know even even a you know a serious regular cycle yeah serious rider is gonna that's a ride uh so yeah. it, there's a whole range and so whether you pick up this book or one of the other ones uh the, like the where to bike la one they all have the same system and they all work the same way and so that helps you out uh and then along that line they show you uh a graph which will show you where the hills are and how steep they are because mm -hmm. you know there's two thousand mile two thousand feet of climbing over a long distance with a low grade and then there's two thousand a two thousand foot hill those are two different types of rides so you the whole rating system will allow you to pick the right ride for your skill level mm. so uh and that that makes the bike uh, the book again more user friendly and you can also search the app that same way where you you want to pick uh you want a, a list of rides that are ranked as a three which is that middle of the road somewhere near 20 miles with a couple hills uh it will sh list all of those and then you can click on whichever one you tap on whichever one you want and you will be taken to a map that shows you where to start so it's it's a very, I mean, this is a book, an app that's meant to be used. It's 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 not a, a table book that you read and then put it on the shelf. It's it you know take it with you, tell you where to eat, uh, you know where to make that left turn, all of that. So it's very, very user friendly. Mm. And you took all the pictures too. I took all the pictures except for about three or four. Uh, were kind of like stock photos or uh, photos that the the publisher felt would fit there. But otherwise, all the pictures are mine. And there's lots of pictures of my kids, which was fun. Huh. Uh, Is and this my your, your kids my with daughter the bag there, of carrots? Yeah. And uh, it's hard taking pictures of strangers. Like, I know, I know, I guess some people have no problem, but I always felt odd. I always felt odd. And I, wherever possible, tried to get a, a, a release, you know, a photo release. Oh, really? uh, but sometimes these people were zooming by, and you, you really hate to stop somebody zooming by, you know, <laughs> to, hey, can I get a photo release of a picture that you maybe didn't want me to take? So... <laughs> What did you use? Uh, I I have a my wife gave me for my birthday a couple of years a Nikon uh, 300, so uh, I just used one of the the multi-purpose, you know, 7210 or 5210 lens, whatever it was. There's my daughter again. Oh. She is very photogenic. Oh. My son would he'd it's probably be there picture. more, but he was always scowling when oh, I and, and here's your and here's that attachment for kids that's called a tag-along? That's right, the tag-along. Uh, so my daughter's seven, and she can ride her own bike, but to do these longer distances, we have a tag-along ride-along. Um, <clears throat> great, great contraption. If you've got kids and, and that they're, like, they're able to ride and they want to ride, but obviously you want to go longer distances than just around the block, that's a 
that is a, just a blast. It helps them learn balance. And then you can, my daughter will ride, and my son was on that tag along before, when, before he grew, grew, uh, got his own bike. Uh, we'll ride 20, 30 miles together, uh, which obviously if she's on her little, you know, her little bike, she wouldn't be able to do. So that's, uh, if for those of you who have families or young kids, uh, that's, I think they're about 100 bucks. You can buy them used for 40 That is the best way to go uh, for, for kids. Did you have some kind of strategy for what kind of pictures you wanted to take for for a ride? They had they wanted I'm a I'm a uh, I'm not a people person when it comes to pictures. I unless it's family, I don't I don't generally take pictures of people. I take pictures of things or places. Yeah. But they want more pictures of people. So they wanted for every with every ride I uploaded, mm-hmm. they wanted me to include six uh pictures and they wanted four of those four, yeah, four of those to be of people pictures or people in, you know, riding or something, and then two scenic. I, I that was a struggle for me. That was probably one of those challenges that because uh, I always I take way more. When I see a people, when I see people in the picture, I wait till they move so I can take the picture. <laughs> <laughs> so I wait for them to get out of my frame. So I'm, uh, that was a challenge for me. But uh, yeah, so that that was that was fun. And it's amazing how oftentimes you will go up to somebody and say, "Hey, I'm doing this book." Can I take a picture of you? And then, I mean, I, I had one person say, oh, I'm sorry, no, I don't want to be photographed. And out of all the other people that I asked, I, that was the only, the only time. People, if you tell them what you're doing, mm-hmm. people, especially if they're on a bike and they see you're on a bike, they are, they're like, we're, we're all, yeah, we're, we're okay, no problem. Go ahead, take a picture. Did so you tell them you tell them it was for a book? Yeah. I would tell them it was the book, and I would tell them if you give me an email, I'll make sure you get a copy of the picture. So I always, someone was like, no, I don't, no, I don't need it. But most of the time I was sending them a copy and I didn't have final say as to which pictures went in so I couldn't guarantee they'd be in the book but most of those pictures when I said hey can I take your picture most of those ended up in there so I then sent them an email uh, when the book came out and said hey you're, the book is out and if, you, if you're interested oh that's you know. nice yeah so um, so it was kind of it was fun it was fun well, I'm to sure do. they I can't imagine not getting the book if your picture was in it I did that, so that's there's that too, <laughs> and and, um, and you have these altitude um, t- maps with it shows the elevation at each point of the ride, right? And uh, what to bring. I could almost I could just read that. It's it's pretty simple list. Yeah, I mean I've I, lost there the was page now. It was the uh, they're working on the, the assumption that some people have never ridden a book, uh, ridden a book, ridden a bike, or uh-huh. just new to cycling. So what to ride? You know what to bring on a ride? You know, uh, everybody can. Anybody who's ever ridden a bike probably remembers that time where they didn't have or forgot their toolkit, right. right. and that's when they got their flat tire. You know, right. and they're hundreds of miles away, or ten miles away, or even just one mile. If you got to push your bike, that sucks. So, for those of you who are maybe just getting into cycling, toolkit: be able to change your tire <laughs> out on the road. You know, uh, at least limp home is because, like I said, nothing worse than having to push your bike or call your wife to come pick you up. Uh, yeah. So, basic, just basic stuff. Here's a wildlife picture. Yeah. The Lomb- uh, Orange County is amazing, has an amazing amount of wildlife. I mean, we don't normally think of that because that's not normally what gets characterized in, like, the shows and all that. But they do. They got the hills, the mountains that are, like, Santa Ana, uh, Santa Ana Mountains that are right up against it. And as you move south, finding a flat ride can be difficult. And almost always these hills have great, like, either n- natural parks or just open wilderness. Um so I like nature rides. So what what kind of really good nature rides? Great there? nature ride was the ride that, uh, let's see, it took off from, it was Santa Lee, uh, uh, Aliso Creek. And oh, yeah. Had, yeah, and you go there. either direction. If you go north, it's a little more urban, but then it go it comes out 
into Whiting Wilderness. And if you went south, this was a great ride. Uh, and if, for those people who are mountain bikers, you could ride the path, and then at some point the, it becomes a dirt road. And so that would be, uh, and that's, what wilderness is that? I forget which one. That's the one that you can take, the, you can hike through there all the way to the ocean. Right. Uh, you can't ride your bike all the way to the ocean because some of the paths aren't big enough. But anyhow, I can't remember the name of that. But anyhow, Aliso Creek. Then there's two rides on Aliso Creek. One heads northbound, uh, and that's a lot of climbing because you're always heading uphill. And the other one heads southbound. And that's uh, probably one, those are probably some of the prettiest rides in the whole book. Yeah. That, what, which, that, one, which section is that? And that would be the southern section, I believe. And it should be like ride 42. Problem is, is when we did the rides, yeah. I numbered them all. And then, of course, at the end, you edit them. And you're like, oh, we got to change these numbers because they don't make sense. So now the rides, oh, I think, are like 42 or sometimes 44. <laughs> Let's see here. Uh, 42 is green. 42. It's on the coast. Oh, that, okay, no, that, so that wouldn't be it. It would be 40, this one here, 43. Well, 44, it looks like 42, 43 and 44, I think, are the rides I'm con referring to. Um, but they head down Aliso Creek. Right. Or up, depending on which, which ride you take. And uh, they're, they're fun. And then again, they have places where, like, as you ride north, it comes to an end. You could park the bike, lock it up, and you could spend all day hiking. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, it's just literally a, uh, a wilderness that goes all the way to uh, uh, San Bernardino County. It's, it's a huge, huge open space. So if that's your thing, there's, there's, ton, there's something for everybody. If you like the more urban mm -hmm. rides, you know, there's, there's the beach cities that it travels through. And then there's the parks and stuff. And there's lots and lots of rides that are car-free. So there's something for everybody in there. Do you ever have connections with public transportation? I do. Wherever possible, uh, all my starts. you got a metro map Yeah. Here. where All my starts start at, um, almost all my starts, start at a, a bus stop at least, or at least a bus stop nearby. And a couple of them uh, actually start at Metrolink stations. Like uh, especially in the south, uh, San Clemente ride, uh, but then there's also one that went from the Anaheim Metrolink all the way into Corona. Uh, that was one of the more challenging rides. The idea being you could ride either direction you're going and then come back on the train. Um, so the 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 publishers are really big on that. Cycling is just kind of like a component of alternative transportation. So mm -hmm. uh, especially like some of the other books, like the Chicago book. Mm. Almost every one of his rides, uh, uh, Greg Borzo is the author there, almost every one of his rides starts at a, um, at a metro, uh, at a subway uh, stop. Uh, and then Fullerton's another place that starts, uh, starts and ends at a train station, at the Amtrak station there. Uh, a couple of rides start. Fullerton has its own book? Uh, uh, um, Fullerton, I'm sorry. Oh, that's Fullerton. one of your rides. Yeah, one of my rides yeah. uh, has a popping in my head here yeah Fullerton has another uh, has a pl place where the train starts the uh, the ride and as I said all the rides almost all the rides have a, a bus stop nearby and Orange County uh, bus system is really it's amazing how much they, they've got they've got the uh, county covered very well there's you can get anywhere and uh, and the rates are pretty pretty reasonable. So if you're getting, you're looking for those alternates, and you're maybe not 
wanting to drive your car to that, you can take the bus there. And they take a couple bikes on the front, like they LA do. buses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, works same same sort of system, and uh, so it's a it's a great place to ride. All right, thanks. Well, so what else are you doing? What are you doing? Uh, I mean, this is your first book, only book. This is my first only. Uh, hopefully, there'll be more. Uh, I have done a lot of writing for Where to Long Where to Bike Long Beach. Uh, I was a chef, so I did some writing for recipes and that type of stuff for magazine uh newspapers back in the day um so Mm -hmm. i try to stay busy writing i'd like like i said love to write i don't know how many more guidebooks out there there are that i could write uh but i would love to do more who knows uh yeah who knows and um and then you'll you'll think of something a different angle and yeah and then of course georgia mentioned the uh, the hopefully i can i'll do something with them uh the bike long beach people there very, like I said before, really great people doing great work. BikeLongBeach.org. Um, yep. Uh, so anybody wants to travel in that direction, uh, that is a great place. That is a great uh, site. And they just redid it. Um, so it was sharp before, but it's even more user-friendly, I find, yeah, now. It's and uh, so site. that's a fun, pl- fun place. And there's lots of great places to end up in Long Beach. It has a lot of, uh, you know, the harbor, restaurants. Uh, you could do... You could do a brewery tour down there. Art. Uh, what's that? Art. Art. You get some art. I did the. I was a. I was one of the founding members of the First Fridays, uh, uh, Long Beach, which is takes place in Bixby Knoll's part of Long Beach, and they do a big art show there the first Friday of the month. So that'll be coming up in December. I guess that'd be December sixth. It's it's like LA's uh, Art Walk downtown. It's very similar to that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think they got started around the same time. I'm not quite sure timing there, but. Um, we started it like I think four or five years ago, and there was three of us. Uh, All the cities have those now. What's that? Yeah, I know. That, well, they're finding it's a cheap way to promote, lo- buy local, support local artists, mm-hmm. uh, support local businesses. So um, it's it really doesn't cost much. I mean, generally speaking, I know in LA they're shutting down streets. The Long Beach one, everything takes place. Nothing gets shut down. So. Um, and then it just encourages people to go from business to business, check out the art, listen to there's lots of music. It's become more of a music uh, event now than when we were running it, where it was more art and music. Uh, but that being said, thousands of people show up. And the first one we did, there was uh, 30 people showed up. So that was five or six years ago. Wow. So it's grown, obviously. That, how does that feel to see it grow from 30 to uh, thousands? It's cool. It, it's really yeah. my kid, my kid, like his middle school like that's the thing they do they all go there on that friday and wow. you know people would ask him like, oh yeah you're gonna go to first Friday?" and he's like no i'm not go- i don't go to that anymore because <laughs> of course he had to go to the first three years he had to go to all of them you know because i was now that running it's, it's now, too popular now. now it's too popular and, and i think he's sort of embarrassed he's at that age where he's sort of embarrassed that his dad actually was involved in it huh. you know um so that's kind of funny but it's, it's a good feeling to see that and a street, especially that would just literally go dark as soon as the sun set, mm-hmm. is now getting all these cool boutiques moving in. Businesses staying up, out, uh, open later. It's mm-hmm. it's it was cool. And and it's at Bixby Landing. You said it's uh, the part of town it takes place is uh, Bixby Knolls, and it's on Atlantic. So if Where'd you if you look up, so that's for those who aren't familiar with the area. That's the Cal Heights Bixby Knolls area. That's just if you're at all familiar with it's off of atlantic just north of the 405 so it's back in the day it was uh kind of the uptown part of long beach uh, most people are more familiar with the harbor and all that so it's more cal heights is there it's a historic district uh, old spanish style homes stuff like that so it's a, it's a cool little area that had fallen into just 
disrepair over the years. In the 50s, it was a huge popular place, and it had kind of, you know, gone through rough times, and now it's kind of seeing a renaissance. So are you going to be posted up there somewhere that people can find you? I I don't really, I don't run it at all. I don't, uh, so I just attend it. Oh, okay. uh, I do, the other thing we talked about is I do a thing, uh, a radio show called Swoops World Radio, mm-hmm. and we usually, or often, broadcast from there. We'll go oh. to one of the events where they're doing music uh-huh. or art or something and interview the artists uh, and do like an hour-long show there. And then Wednesdays and Thursdays we have a show. The Thursday show uh, often deals with bikes. We we uh-huh. talk we geek out on bikes. So if you want to hear more about bikes and equipment and routes and yada yada yada, uh, you can check out SwoopsWorldRadio.com. dot com, mm-hmm. and that's the Thursday show. There's a Wednesday night show and a Thursday show. The Thursday show is at eleven a.m. Uh, and that's the one that again has more bike stuff. The other one features more local artists and events and businesses. Um, and if you just search that, soupsworld.com, or soupsworld, it'll show up. And it can be downloaded as a podcast as well. Great. Maybe we'll be um, part of our – maybe we can put it on Bike Talks uh, page, the stuff that has to do with bikes. Oh, yeah, it'd be great. Um, all right. Well, or at least link to it. This is Peter Dopoulos. We are here. We've, we're here at the end of an hour. So we have two more minutes if you want to use it uh, to promote anything um, check out the book. Uh, the whole series, I'm, I, I feel very confident in recommending. Uh, my book is uh, Orange County. Uh, you can get it at, it's, it's starting to show up. It just came out in October. So it's just making its way into bike shops right now uh, in L, uh, Orange County. And um, you can always go to the, the Where to Bike. If you search up Where to Bike, Orange County, you'll get a page where you can order it. And, of course, you can always get it from the big guys uh, like Amazon, all that, and order it there. I do a blog called uh, Pedalgrok, P uh, E D A L G R O K dot com, and that's uh, just I, I put a lot of the pictures I took uh, up there. I do some of the anytime I do uh, an article, the article will appear there or a link to it, and then just general like bike stuff, like whatever's going on in the bike world. I I like to post or repost, so that's another way for those of you who are interested in more bike stuff. Yeah, cool. Very cool. Thank you so much, Peter, for yeah. coming on. Thanks for having me. And, fun. and this is uh, Bike Talk, yeah. And uh, we are on live Saturdays, 10 a.m. to noon on killradio.org. And we are also podcast on kpfk.org, which is how most people hear it. And that's Bike Talk. Thanks. Bye, Bye. 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 Bye.